Welcome to Weight Loss and Wellness for Real, the podcast where people like you get the practical solutions and support you need to permanently lose the physical and mental weight so you can feel better and live the life you want in the body and mind you want. If you're looking to overcome your stress eating, overeating, binging behaviors, and move to a place of freedom with food and your body, you're in the right place. Just a reminder that this podcast represents my own opinions. The content here should not be taken as medical advice. The content here is for educational and informational purposes only. Please consult your doctor or healthcare professional for any individual medical questions you may have. Hello, everyone, and welcome. Thank you so much for being in this space with me, for listening, and for supporting this podcast through listening through the support page and sponsoring the podcast. I had a couple new sponsors of the podcast this last week. You know who you are out there. And I just wanted to say how much I really appreciate this support. It really does help me to continue to put this podcast out there. So it's very much appreciated. Okay, so here's a question for you. Have you ever noticed that the person you are in the morning versus the person you are in the evening is a little bit different? Or maybe the person you are during the week versus the person you are on the weekends, especially when it comes to food and guidelines around food and weight loss. This topic always fascinates me just due to my own personal experience, but also from listening to so many clients over the years talk about this. I I hear things like, I'm good all day, but then evening comes along and for some reason I just break all my rules and overeat or overdrink or, you know, I'm good all week and then the weekend comes and I blow it. I just, you know, it's amazing how we can be one person with all the thoughts that bring us willingness and empowerment to behave in the ways we really want to behave. And then, you know, eight hours later in the evening or afternoon, be a completely opposite person with thoughts that bring us uncomfortable feelings that lead to saying, screw it, and really, you know, performing or doing the behaviors we promised ourselves eight hours ago we wouldn't do. So keep listening to learn how to use your morning you to influence your evening you so you are more likely to stay in alignment with your goals in the evening or on the weekends. And another way to put this is that morning you, maybe you're not your best you in the morning, um, but many of us seem to be just because that's the time we have some more energy. We haven't had the stress of the day waiting on us, but morning you is kind of like, you know, it's our wise mind us. It's Um, our best self, right? And then uh, that evening you or afternoon us or weekend us or, you know, it's that time when uh, we're we're not our best selves. We We are not making best decisions for ourselves. So to get a little personal here, I have observed and taken notes and analyzed myself as to who I am in the mornings versus who I am in the evenings because I, I really noticed for years and years how I would feel so determined to follow through on, you know, if it was during, you know, a cycle of binging, it would be like these promises to myself, okay, I will not binge. 
this evening um, or very feeling very determined to follow through on not overeating or maybe it was, you know, I, I had periods of heavy, heavy restriction and, you know, I'd make promises to myself that I would not restrict, you know, um, that, that I actually would follow through on eating some food in the evenings, you know, whatever it was, it was like very determined and willing to follow through on what, whatever things I was trying to help myself get healthy in. And, you know, I just would really believe, you know, today is the day I will follow through on those behaviors that will get me healthier. And, you know, I mean, I really felt it. I knew I could do it. And then literally eight to 10 hours later, I was saying, screw it. Who cares? I need relief. And I would be doing the exact thing that I promised myself I wouldn't do that day. And then the next morning would come along with the the shame and guilt from not keeping my promises to myself the evening before. And so I would repress the guilt and shame, you know, really kind of push those feelings away by making another promise to myself for that day. Today will be the day. You know, I got this. And I just, I, I didn't just think it. I mean, sometimes I was just thinking it and didn't really feel it. But lots of times I really felt it and believed I would follow through that day, but inevitably I would say, screw it again, come evening. And as I started to really recognize this, this sort of pattern of being, um, I became, I became really curious about it because it's like, that really is fascinating how different we can be in who we are morning versus evening. Or, you know, for some of you, it might be during the week versus the weekend and really starting to analyze what is going on here. How can I have so many different thoughts, feelings, motivation, determination, um, saying like all within this very short period of time within one day. Now, if this is a pattern you can relate to, and I know there are so many of us who have experienced this or still are experienced it, experiencing it, then you probably can guess that one of the main reasons this occurs is because by the end of the day, if you do not have stress management skills in place, and if you lead a very stressful life during the day, you have thoughts about your daily life that are very stressful, the the likelihood of you being able to turn down overeating, if this has been your habit to deal with stress or over drinking, um, you know, if it's your habit to use alcohol to deal with stress, then the likelihood of you being able to willpower through these really ingrained habits of using food, drink, uh, for, you know, to manage the stress and then the over desire and the urges the brain throws up to try to get some relief from stress, you know, the brain and body just really want the relief from the stress, from the tension that has built up during your day. So the brain and body are going to throw up every urge, every hormone concoction, intrusive thoughts, et cetera, et cetera, to get you to do the thing that brings you the quickest relief possible. And for many of you listening, that is the habit of overeating and or over drinking. I hope you are finding something useful from these episodes and this podcast. And if so, please share it with someone else in your life you feel it could benefit. This podcast is also now monetized. So if you really feel you are getting a lot from it and want to help keep it going, please go to the episode show notes. You can just scroll down from wherever you're listening. You'll see a description of the episode 
and then you will see it says support this podcast and then there's a link you can click on. You can click on that link and that's where you can support the podcast. Even the smallest donation like 99 cents helps to keep me producing the podcast. And to those of you who have donated, I really, really appreciate the support. I really do appreciate all of you listening and sharing the space with me. Again, just very thankful for all of you. This stress response that many of us experience uh, in the evening is going to come from how we are perceiving our world during the day, you know, how we are thinking about things happening around us during our day. So, our thoughts and ways of thinking throughout the day really do matter in order to manage that stress response or stress reaction. Uh, that tends to build up and that we finally feel in the in the evenings when the day is done and we can kind of let go a little bit. We, we can also lower that stress response during the day through our body itself, you know, by using a breathing protocol, by moving our bodies as much as we can. And I don't, I don't necessarily mean like you have to get out and walk at lunch. That's great too. But I just mean standing, sitting, fidgeting often throughout the day. You know, if you have a sedentary job, especially just making sure your body is in movement when possible. This also will lessen that stress response later on in the day. So the point here is that you can help to lessen the weight of the stress that happens um, or that has built up by afternoon or evening time by implementing and practicing a few things throughout your day that will lessen that weight so you can be in your evenings with less with a less of a sense of stress, which means less of a likelihood of overeating or over drinking. And this is part of how your morning you can help out your evening you. So morning you can kind of set up this thing of where it's like, okay, today my big focus is going to be on um, managing stress throughout the day so that when I come home or when I put the kids to bed or when the day is done, I am feeling or sensing less stress, less tension throughout my body. Now, let's talk a little bit about the thought work and how you can use this in the evenings. If if I'm used to getting home feeling overworked, exhausted, drained, so tired or you know, I finally put the kids to bed and I'm thinking things like this was such a long hard day or it's just ridiculous everything you had to do today because I've been I've been doing this um for a while now. So I know those sort of thoughts are going to go straight into you deserve to relax, which turns into for me you need relief and the quickest way to that is food and you had it so hard today. You deserve to eat whatever you want, which would in turn turn into overeating that evening. You know, I gave myself permission in my thoughts with how I was thinking. The problem is this isn't my best self in that moment, right? For me, that's not my morning self. My best self, my who I really want to be self my wise self or wise mind is often offline in the evenings after a really tiring day. And those are the moments I actually really want my best or wise self. I I want that me in those moments because 
my best self makes really good decisions for me and behaves in ways that make me feel proud of myself, that take care of me, that want me feeling good and energetic and healthy. Um, If you notice yourself in any of this, that what I'm talking about, then it is time to start on the thought work and figuring out new thoughts to practice during and after your day. This is one of the things that my clients and I really work on a lot together, observing and figuring out their thoughts that are running on autopilot that are not helping them get to their goals and then coming up with new thoughts the client believes and are much more helpful and useful to create those feelings and sensations that will then drive the behaviors they really want to be engaging in. Um, Not like overeating in the evenings or on the weekends. Uh, really thinking thoughts that create the feelings that keep them feeling empowered and willing so that their behaviors continue to follow the guidelines that they set up for themselves in order for them to get the results they want to get. Okay, so on a practical, strategical level, how can you use morning you or your best self you to help out evening or weekend you? You know, how to stay in that wise mind that is our best self, making the best behavioral decisions so you can lose weight quicker, easier, or really get to, this applies to any goal that you are working on or any change you are trying to make or any new habit you are trying to implement. So here's um, a real practical strategy you can use. Write a plan every morning for how you want your evenings to go. And this could be in the form of what you plan to eat for the day. Remember, you know, this should always stretch you. Your food plan should stretch you a little bit, but has to be doable. But even better in this particular case is to write a letter from your best self, your wise mind self, to your tired, stressed evening, weekend self. The letter needs to be written when you are really embodying your best self, when you are really there. I love the word embodied because, you know, it's like you have to really be in that space. And from that space, that embodiment of your best self, write a letter to your not so best self, to your lower brain self, to your evening self, to your screw it self. And in this letter, it's really imperative to come from a compassionate, loving space and to write the letter in that way. Like like a very loving parent would write to a child with compassion, grace, love, and with direction. Write to your evening or weekend self in a way that is understanding and loving and keeps that part of you accountable as well. So you may say things like, you know, I totally understand why you want to overeat in the evenings. You want to feel the relief. You're tired. You've done a lot and you haven't rested or taken care of your stress. So of course you want to overeat or overdrink. But we're going to try something a little different this evening. Before you get home or after kids are to bed and the thoughts and the urges start up to find relief through food or through drink, I want you to first promise to take a bath or do a three-minute relaxation app or just breathe slowly for three minutes. Insert um, anything that helps you relax even just a little bit. Then after you do something relaxing, I want you to say these three thoughts to yourself. 
And by the way, here is where you would insert into your letter, you know, the new thoughts that you're going to practice thinking on purpose that help you move into feelings of relief. Okay. So that would be included in your letter. Then, you know, maybe more direction to your not so great self from your wise mind self, something like once you have said these thoughts out loud and done the relaxation stuff, I want you, my dear lovely self, <laughs> to remind yourself of your goals, of how you want to show up this evening in this world, of the type of person you want to be. Maybe it's a normal eater. I hear that one a lot, right? Or in a healthy body. And here would be a good place to write out those things so that in the evening, you're not asking uh, you're not asking your evening self or your not so best self to remember these things. Instead, make everything as easy as possible for your evening self. Write out these things. Write out um, everything that we've just covered here and, and tape it to your car dash where you can read it to yourself on your way home from a really stressful day at work or tape it to your fridge or pantry or your bathroom mirror. Make this letter visible to you so it's really easy for evening self or your not so best self to read through this. Make it easy. These are just a few ideas of things you can include in your letter to your evening self from your morning or best self. Um, The other kind of theme that runs parallel to this is when I talk about use your morning self to make things easy on your evening self because you know evening self is not going to be in the same space morning self is. So another practical thing would be this is why you want to plan your food for the day in the morning, right? Usually um, your food plan for the day is going to be coming from your best self. This does not mean to make your food plan heavily restricted. As I always say, your food plan needs to be doable. And so when you come from your best self, your wise mind self, you are also being very realistic, right? And side note, what you put on your food plan, it does not mean you have to eat all those things, right? If you write up a very doable food plan, it doesn't mean you have to eat everything on your plan, but you do need to include everything you think you might possibly eat that day. So Again, your morning self can really help your evening self by creating that food plan in the morning. At least your evening self is not having to make a lot of food decisions, right? I mean, you may still go off plan and I work with my clients on what to do in that case, but for the most part, if we make that plan, there's something about evening self not needing to make decisions that over time really helps evening self make better decisions when there's a plan in place. So that would be another really practical strategy. Have these things in place, making them very easy for evening self to access and to follow through on. Anything you can do in the mornings to make things easier for evening you is going to be such a win. So, okay, now, you know, when evening comes along, when you get those thoughts of, and you may have different ones, but um, the ones I hear a lot of, the ones I've experienced are, this is such a hard day, or I'm exhausted. You know, when you start to notice those thoughts, these are your cues to pull out this letter and read through it. Reading through a letter from your best or morning self can really help your not so best self or evening or weekend self get you back into your wise mind, back into your best self where you feel empowered and willing and more often than not, will stick to your guidelines you have set for yourself 
will bring you relief, which leads to healthier decision-making in the evening on the weekends with a lot less effort and much more follow-through. I hope you found something useful from this episode and hope you will maybe even try the letter to self strategy. We know that changing our thinking about ourselves, our self-talk, how we think about food, drink, stress, relief, etc., all those all the ways we think about our relationships with those things all influence our behavior. So using letter writing strategies to ourselves can really, really help solidify this process and make it happen a lot quicker. Okay, that is it for now. Thank you again for listening and we will talk soon. Did you know you can find a lot more help from me on my website? Go to heatherheinen.com. Heinen is spelled H-E-Y-N-E-N and get in touch with questions on all things I offer like online courses for overeating, weight loss, goal attainment, and also my coaching and counseling services. Thank you.